0: Welcome to the REI Foundation Podcast, where we cover all the steps and strategies to make your real estate dreams a reality. Now your hosts, Jason and Peely.
1: Hi everybody, and welcome again to the REI Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. Today we welcome the awesome Becca <laughs> Shay. Hey
0: Becca! <laughs> hey Becca, how you doing? I think I picked up this move from my kids. Like, <laughs> like, pop dance.
2: <laughs> if everybody wants to see that move, you can also uh, watch this on uh, youtube.com backslash the REI Foundation. And uh, Ega yeah, will definitely sound yeah. familiar. We <laughs> well, had her on. There you go. There you go. More <laughs> <finished laughs> no reasons Dad's to watch. Party. So Becca was on episode 22. She's in Chester County, PA, and just killing it with flips and wholesales. And uh, back then, you had an awesome system, and you've taken that system and basically put it on steroids. So Mm -hmm. welcome you back. We want to really dive into, I I guess, give us a a brief background on just where you were, and then we'll fast forward today.
0: Yeah. So I've been investing for four years, and really, the beginning of this year, I started drinking the wholesaling Kool-Aid. Um, and mainly as a means to an end, because I wanted to rehab one to two properties every month. I needed to find those deals. I was having a hard time finding them. So I started marketing and, um, and then we just kind of got a rhythm. So the first half of this year was spent marketing, like learning marketing, the different channels and you gotta, I mean, you guys know, but like for the listeners, I'm super data driven. And if there's a spreadsheet that can be built, I'll build it. And I'm always fighting that, um, urge to like not (laughs) overanalyze but uh so the first six months of this year were like we started with two people a lead manager um who was going on appointments and my project manager who was helping on rehabs and i then we had an admin person helping on the back end and then we brought on an acquisitions person they weren't the right fit we let them go and then it wasn't until like the end of the summer that my team really came together, and the marketing—I I feel like I cracked the marketing nut a little bit—and we wasted a whole lot of money the first half of the year. <laughs> but in so we'll do probably half of our profits in the last three months of this year for the year. That's so awesome. that's amazing. I think I think I looked it up. Like a hundred, we'll gross one hundred and seventy-five thousand. The last three, the last twelve weeks. So That's amazing, yeah. And we we have like a hundred and fifty to hundred and seventy lined up for January. It's just wow. like the the machine. It took us. I'm serious, like eight to ten months to really build the machine, get the right people on the team, get them trained up, figure out how to manage people on my end, and now it just feels like like we have a team meeting once a week, and I love our team meetings. I'm like. I don't know, there's just good energy and we're also happy and everybody's doing their thing and it's awesome. So, so between now and then,
1: what do you think is the key proponent to like really taking your business from then to now? Was it hiring? Was it systems? Was it
0: I think so it was building it one piece at a time instead of trying cuz I was talking to some of the other people in the group and um, for people who like right out the gate, tried to, to hire on a full team, right? Like I need to hire a lead manager an acquisitions guy and a, and a transaction coordinator. Everyone I know who tried to hire everyone all at once, it, it kind of imploded. And I think it was because there wasn't enough time to really train them up and build out the culture and get that one piece working. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're
1: pointing at ourselves for anybody that's not watching. Yep. That's exactly what Jason and I did.
0: Hi, I yeah, you let get so excited. Yeah. Um. So, I like my lead manager, he's been with me since the beginning. My project manager was my first hire two years ago because I was overwhelmed with the rehabs. Like, I just needed someone to help take some of that load off. And then when I started marketing, I realized I hated answering the phones. So, that was like the next obvious one. And so like, he's been with me since a year and a half now and he's really grown and we've learned together. And then, you know, a couple months after him, I hired the transaction coordinator to start her thing. So then we built out like her system, right? What's her handbook look like? What's her process. And then a couple months later we hired an acquisitions person. And like by hiring them one at a time, it gave me time. Like I, hired and fired a transaction coordinator, hired and fired two acquisitions guys before I got to where I am. But if I had built everyone all at once and I, I wouldn't have been able to know, is this person really good or am I failing as a manager?
2: But if so you have got- regards to your business and I, I just want to ask about the culture, did, did you set up your culture and say, this is how our business is going to run or have you just let it organically grow as you hired people?
0: Um, I think it's, it really trickles down from me. So like, uh, it's important to me that we be honest and it's important to me that that the sellers really do benefit that we work with so like this morning we were having a conversation about a seller who she's in a tough spot there's a title issue there was somebody else on the deed who didn't have a will and you know we're going through all that and she was like you guys are you know trying to screw me over and you're lying to us and we absolutely are not like the money is sitting at the bank waiting for you but we have to get this paperwork there up but I said to my team today, I said, if she really feels like we're screwing her over, even though this is, you and I both know this is totally not our fault, then let's let her go. And this is like a $20,000 wholesale fee, but I'd rather let, you know, let it go than have someone out there who thinks that I'm trying to screw them over. And I think that just trickles down to everybody else. Like when in doubt, did, are they going to feel like crap at the end of this transaction? Then it's not worth doing.
1: No. So. you want to make sure people walk away feeling yeah. like the best versions of themselves every time.
2: Exactly. If it's not a win-win, then ideally you're not going to be able to build a great business. Cause then I guess your, your interests are going to lie in the wrong direction. Ultimately yeah. it, it, with your hiring and firing, that's sometimes the hardest part is I guess we, we.
0: Oh, I hate firing people.
2: Yeah. It's tough. Right. It's so so give, give us some oh. feedback on that. If you have the wrong person, how long do you wait? To to give them the option to maybe that it maybe it's on us maybe we're not teaching them the right way maybe we haven't set up the right points or and we're asking us as a as a personal question because we've done the same thing we we've failed in points of setting people up correctly and then have waited too long to fire them but a lot of it came back to us not having it set up cor- correctly so give us some guidance
0: well that is a really tough question but my easiest fire <laughs> was the acquisitions guy the second one who I said. Hey, I'm going to give you all this training. Here's the training you need to do. We're going to meet once a week. We're going to go over all your appointments. And then if by the end of eight weeks, you haven't gotten six contracts, then we're going to have a conversation. And I said, you go
2: on the appointments with him to start at
0: the beginning, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I had to my end of the deal was that he had to have, I think eight appointments a week to go on. Right. So that was how I knew that I was fulfilling my end of the bargain and getting him what he needed to show whether or not he could perform. So that was actually the easiest firing because in my mind, it was completely clear. We had set the parameters from the start. Here's what success looks like. Um, The harder ones are one where you don't wear like, um, you know, I had, I had to fire someone and I really agonized over it because it was good, not great. And I knew that he was trying the hardest he, he really could. And that was really tough. And, um, I don't have any tips for that. It was awful.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess your point is, it's, it's good, not great. And, uh, he yeah. will ultimately be happier because he's constantly going to have the finger pointed at him because he's not meeting the results you want. And
0: ultimately worse. The new, you know, the the next person that filled that role um, had been phenomenal. So it was kind of like, I knew it in my gut. I knew that the better was out there. It was just t- getting over that scary hump. It's like dating, right? <laughs> Into a nice, comfortable relationship. You're like, ah, eh, this isn't the best, but it'll work.
2: It'll work, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. That's and then great. you
0: find a rock star.
2: Uh, no. Thank no. you. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, you're you're not looking at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so grossing 170 back to back to real estate, which people care about. If grossing 170k in January. What does that make up? Is that flips, wholesales? What, what's what's the mix of that?
0: We have um, two rehabs that'll close probably for a total profit of uh, fifty thousand. So I love numbers, right? So I just ran my numbers for 2017. We averaged on our wholesales around twelve thousand. And we averaged on our rehabs and that was 12,000 gross before I paid out commissions. Um, on our nets, on our rehabs, we netted 23,000. So we next year are working on being the UPS of investing like no left turns, just be super efficient. So I don't want to do necessarily more deals. We're getting around one to two contracts a week, which is awesome. I don't want to add more people to my team. I just want to keep the same team. And I want to try and bump that wholesale fee up to 15K. And I want to target $40,000 rehabs.
2: Unfortunately. You've you've got me because now you've said that thing about UPS not making left turns. Every time I see a guy yelling, I'm making left (laughs) turns. The UPS guy, I'm screaming at him. You're not supposed to make left turns. Turns.
0: Is it now though? Because probably at this time of year their systems fall apart.
2: Yeah, well, I'm just, i have just that it's just in my mind. It's like you don't you don't realize it all until now. Someone points it out. Now it's like the car that you want to buy. You know, you, you've never yeah. seen it before. Now it's everywhere. Well, that's what it is with UPS guys making left turns. I'm like, you're not supposed to do that.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I guess I mean I think their software was optimized to avoid left turns, so they probably still have to make an occasional left turn, sure. but um. <laughs> Yeah, you just totally derailed me. I don't know. <laughs> <a derail. laughs>
1: you know what? Let's get back. Let's get this train back on the rails then. Yeah. You are the queen of systems. Can you show our listeners and those people that are watching your yeah. magic yes.
0: board, okay. please? I just put together this board. So it started off, I have a giant whiteboard. I got it from Lowe's. It was 15 bucks in the like trim section, four by eight white board. And I use mirror hangers to hang it. And I put together the blue is our wholesale contracts or our contracts. And then if we decide to keep them as a rehab, they go into the yellow section. Um, and then this is we're gonna do the twelve week year starting in January. If listeners, if you have not read that book, you need to read that book. It's amazing. And then over here, the green ones are my like, what do you call those? You gold, fill them up.
2: Gold trackers?
0: Gold trackers, yeah, yeah maybe. So, the bars that fill up as we close a deal. So we've got awesome. a 12 week one and an annual one. Our, our annual goal next year, if I say it, it makes it real, right? Yes. It's like 2.16. Nice. Awesome. You're yes. going to do it.
2: Awesome. Awesome. And how so, does that split up? What's Are you pushing primarily now with wholesales or what's what's the healthy mix?
0: It is two contracts a week. We're going to keep one we want to basically start a rehab every three weeks. So one and a half deals a month, one and a half rehabs a month, and then eight, basically two wholesales a week. So I guess that's a little bit more than two contracts a week. Some weeks we'll have to get three contracts. And my poor acquisitions guy, he's going he's gonna to crush it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to crush it.
2: So what does a rehab look like? Is Are, are we talking light touch-ups? For God's well, I'll
0: take anything as long as it um, has the profit spread built in. We're trying to get better at our rehab numbers. You guys know, we've our last two rehabs have gone over budget by like 15 to 20%, like not a little bit. Yeah. And luckily, we've still been able to make some money. Like one of them will make maybe 10 to 15. And the other one, just because this market is so great, we're listing it for 20K more than we thought we were going to list it for. So we'll still make twenty five on that one, but <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> that was not going to be a good day. Got yeah, it. no, we completely understand that. <laughs> we had a couple of uh,
1: of flips go go south, not too south. You know, we still made money, but it wasn't like the amount we were supposed to make. So. This year wasn't enough for the amount of time you put into it, right? You're
0: exactly. like, I make two dollars an hour on that one.
1: And then the difference between flips and wholesales, if you don't make them that money on the flip and you look at the wholesale deals you're doing, it's like, wow, I did, I did about a month, maybe worth of like phone calls and paperwork. And I didn't have to talk to a contractor for this wholesale fee. And it's the same as the flip that I just did for the last nine
0: months. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we understand Literally fair, I spent 60 grand on marketing last year that resulted in zero contracts in two, two marketing streams. So oh no. there's that downside to just wholesaling all the time. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes.
1: There is a, there is a downside. So
2: wh- what's the kicker? What's, what's your strong force with marketing right now? Where, where would you suggest either people start or what's something that uh, if someone was looking to do their first mailing campaign, is it, is a good direction for them to head?
0: Um, I ran all my numbers. Yeah, I told you I love spreadsheets. So for marketing in 2017, our cheapest dollar per contract was bandit signs. Um, we spent maybe 10 grand on bandit signs last year and that yielded us about 90 grand in profits. Wow. So it was a thousand bucks per contract. That was nine, nine contracts, 10 K assignment fees. So, um, all the way up to, you know, probates did not do well for me this year.
2: Um, and of course, check your uh, county, cities, and all the other jazz for uh, bandit yeah. signs. So you don't get fined and all the other yeah. jazz that comes with it.
1: Here's a, yeah. here's a, um, a little, uh, I guess, a tip for everybody out there. Um, I don't know if you're answering your own phone calls, but when the bandit, signs, bandit sign phone calls come in, I don't let my lead manager actually answer them because that might be the city and county calling. You let it go to voicemail and then you call them right back just to make sure.
0: We just say, we buy houses and then they say, Hey, where are you out of? We say, Oh, we're a national company. (laughs) 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 Sorry about that. But I mean, the thing is once a township calls us and like, you know, they're like, these are not cool. We are trashing them all. We're like, Oh, we're so sorry. We don't put them back out there. So, but, but there's a lot of townships around here that just don't care. Got it. Um, so behind the signs were my best, and then my second best was um, postcards, which was a slow start to the year. We, like, did not make money at the beginning of the year on them, but we ended the year strong. And then pay-per-click has been kind of consistent, although I'd say postcards were at around $3,000 in marketing per contract, and pay-per-click, we were around $4,000 per contract. So I know some people are crushing it, and they're only spending, like, $1,500 per contract or 200 or $2,000 across all my marketing channels were in the like three to 4,000 range.
1: That's amazing. Again, Becca is the queen of systems. the queen. <laughs> systems. And another thing she's a queen of is recommending books. Every single book oh. that Becca recommends, I pick up and I read. So give us some book suggestions, Miss Becca.
0: I was just going to, I just bought one for my team. And I don't know what it's called. It's called like, the productivity challenge or something. It's, it's got a blue cover and like a swooshy sign going up. Um, so my team, the consistent feedback I was getting from them was that, uh, like time blocking, right? They're all, they, they all have these things that they know they have to get done and they need to set time aside for it, but then they get caught up putting out fires and, Like that was a constant wish. Every week they'd be like, oh, I wish I was better about my time. So that's what we're focusing on for our 12-week year next year. Great. And so I bought everyone on my team this book. I went on Amazon or Goodreads and I like Googled productivity books and this one got good reviews. I'll send you the name when I figure it out.
2: That's great. We'll put it in the show notes. That's what we need. Uh, That's part of my day is (laughs) is putting out fires and I'm trying to slowly calm that down because that has been years of it and it's getting less and less, but it's a, it's a painful release.
0: Right. Like, wouldn't it be nicer if you controlled your day instead of your day controlling you? Exactly. (laughs) Yep.
2: And with contractors, it's sometimes it's like 6.30 AM. It's like, listen, there can't be anything this wrong at 6.30 AM. There just can't be.
0: (laughs) It can wait till 8.30.
2: Exactly. Yeah. If if it's that wrong, you should have called me last (laughs) night. So (laughs)
1: Yeah. So let's let's take a look into your future, Miss Becca. Let's take a look into where do you see okay. your company going? And I don't want to put a timeline on it. So give us a timeline. Well, Becca
2: has it tracked out to about 2036. We so, <laughs> so you, yeah. probably stretch it out a little bit. So, oh <sighs> uh,
0: no, that's um. So I have we set goals for next year. Um, at the 2.1, which means that we have to do 175 thousand dollars a month over. Are 10 deals or so. Um, and that's being super efficient with both our marketing and our costs. Uh, I don't... Ask me in a couple months if that was realistic. Um, my, my perfect... My picture perfect in John Martinez speak <laughs> is um, to empower my team such that they are operating almost autonomously and that they are... Accountable to each other, so I was just toying with this idea of kind of accountability partners within the team, like maybe the lead manager and the acquisitions. They reported they each have a call once a week. Were um, dispositions and project management maybe right? Hey, how are you going on your stuff? How are you doing? Um, I'd like to have a COO by the end of the year. Nice. Um, that's kind of it. Just. I want, and I want everyone on my team to be more successful on my team than they would be anywhere else. So that could be money, but I think that actually is, there's a lot more to it other than money.
2: That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. That's
2: that's culture right there. You know, what what we were kind of talking about before is that you, you have to, you can go both ways. You can kind of just let it organically come out or you can kind of set it up and to have happy, productive engaged employees that feel better about themselves working with your company. It's just gonna manifest throughout them doing their job throughout the day. I would I would hope. Especially if you're, hope. <laughs> you know, triple do whatever whatever is your sales goals next year, but we know you're gonna reach it. So,
1: so we're gonna go back on script for, okay. for the end of this of this program. <laughs> so what steps would you give somebody new to real estate as vital pieces for somebody to like start their journey into this wide world called real estate? Some action steps.
0: So I think the very first thing I would do is pick one avenue in real estate and become the expert at it. Because so I think it's too easy to get distracted by like 19 channels. And once you build a foundation, I think we've talked about this before, right? Like yeah. once you build a foundation in one area, it's much easier. And you know what happens is as you're building a foundation in one area you're still like osmosis learning about the other areas. So I'd say pick one area, learn everything you can learn about it and then go do it. <laughs> nice. How do you so make that? The wrong way, assume that for eight months after you seriously start, you're not going to make any money. Fair. <laughs> that is fair.
2: So to keep people from trying to learn everything and never getting started, when, when is a good time that, that you least have, what would you say that you've done enough? Just get going. I don't know, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just our see questions. people and they're always stuck in the learning curve. Well, I just don't know enough. And it's like, well, you don't well, have to know everything. Okay. You have to get so, going.
0: Like I think people think they need to figure out the whole thing. I know I'm guilty of this, but um, a kind of side benefit to, I was telling you about the dispositions marketing. We hired a company to handle our, our marketing on dispositions. And he's been doing such a great job at it that other investors in the area, like especially newer ones, come to us and said, Hey, do you want a JV on these deals? Right. So like these people went out, they did their own this like one one we just worked with a girl on. She did her own marketing. She sent out letters. She went and talked to a seller. She locked up the contract. She tried to sell it on her own. She couldn't do it. So she came to us and we utilized our expertise on the back end and we just locked it up and we're gonna make 17 grand on it. So she'll get eight and a half and we'll get eight and a half. And then, she really all she did, you know, all she needed to know to get started was who should I send some letters to, and what do I say once they call me? And then you know, and now she'll learn this from us, and her next one she'll get a little bit further in the process and a little bit further, and she won't need us eventually. So that's
1: awesome. I mean, that really that really tells you a lot about like the type of person you guys are by just. I mean, well, no, you guys did really make profit. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're helping somebody out. You're helping another investor out that's in your neighborhood. That's am- amazing. I mean, that's a testimony to your ability and your mentorship. So that's amazing. And that's the reason why we have Becca on, because I have mentor, <laughs> Becca to be one of my mentors in this wider program that we're part of um, with Justin Williams.
0: You're you make me very uncomfortable. I'm blushing. <laughs> I'm coloring my sweater. But oh, well, with that
2: go. mentorship <laughs> idea in mind, what are some words that we should live by? Mm,
0: do the basics well. I mean, that's go. that's my mantra. Do the basics well. Don't get distracted by shiny objects. Sorry, guys. You guys get distracted by shiny oh, objects. We are a shiny, but you have gotten much better past year.
1: Yes, we. No, we have. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: So, okay. I, I've gotten, I'm ne- I'm always like this, but so, but I've gotten better at, you know, holding off or at least trying to get other people to run with the idea. And then I can, I can fish <laughs> as I want with it. But,
1: and Jason's actually programmed me to say, okay, baby, as long as the numbers work. As long as the numbers work. If the numbers work, then yes.
2: <laughs> I'm like, okay. Challenge accepted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Becca, if our listeners out there want to get on your buyer's list, talk more about your latest book,
0: how's the best way to find you? That's a great question. Uh, so, my buyer's list is com. Sign up and get all the text blasts. So I think we sent out three today. I'm sorry. We had a little bit of a backlog. <laughs> um, or Becca at Sell Your PA house is my – house.com is my email address. Email is the best way because I try and, like, get through all my emails once – at least – I tried it every day, but now it's, like, every two days. So wow. usually you'll get a response eventually if you email me.
2: That's Amazing.
1: Great. Well, Good. thank you so much for being on the show, Becca. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Bye guys. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. I don't know when this is coming out. (laughs) Merry Christmas to you too. Bye guys. This is
1: Jason and Peely for the REI Foundation podcast. Thank you again to Becca Shea for being on our show and so grateful for everybody for listening. Thank you so very much. You have a great day. Bye now.
2: We appreciate you each of you listening to our show. And if you like what you hear, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rated review. Five stars. And give us some questions on Facebook. We'd love to have your questions answered by our guests on some of our next show. You can find us on Facebook at the REI Foundation Podcast with Jason and Peely. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the REI Foundation Podcast. Check back next time for more awesome tips and strategies to launch your new you in real estate.